Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Think of three friends who talk about TV to you. Uh, friends or colleagues, who are the people who would talk about box sets to you? My mom, my brother... My Auntie Fiona. I wasn't really talking to you, Jamie, but if you could let those three people know about the box set pod, send them the link which you can get on whatever you're listening to this on. That would be great. More figures mean bigger stars. Simple as that. And um, also, download Acast. If you if you download the app Acast um, or go to acast.com, you can actually watch the things that we're talking about while we're talking about them as well. It takes a lot of effort on our part. Um so if you do listen to the podcast in the bath at home in a stationary position rather than running or driving, um, then then check it out. Okay, Acast, download it. Pull Thank your, you. Pull your finger out. Pull your finger out. So welcome to the box set pod episode nine. Episode nine to nine. It's not episode nine. Let's call it nine. In today's pod, a funny, lovely man who has the inside story on Torchwood and arguably the biggest. Uh, best writer in Britain. He's got a, an inside opinion on him. Russell T. Davies. Yeah. yeah. Plus some controversy on Doctor Who as well. He's one of the most honest interviews we've ever done with somebody. He was just refreshingly really frank. Really good. Luke wasn't on last week, so we'll get Luke, who used to be on Big Brother. Um, we like to tease. He will be on as well. And um, we've got more comments on the debate that we started last week. So, you got very bothered, didn't you, Jamie? Yeah, all right. Um, so, the, the debate was basically around uh, what is a box set and what is a TV series. This was Adam who started this. Did he, he get back in touch, did he? Adam got back in touch and said, I haven't listened to it yet, but I've heard that Jamie gets very bothered by my comments. How did he hear it? Sarah's commented on it. She says, a box set is clearly more than one series. Because you don't need a box unless you've got more than That's one That's a series. fair point. That's a very accurate point. But the, I think the reason Jamie got confused last week is Adam was trying to say, hey, I'm clever. I want to know, <laughs> why do you... What's this title? The box set? Pause. Why is it called a box set? What even is a box set? And the answer, Adam, you, you fell into the trap of going, uh, nothing, it's just telling. Well, the answer is... Whatever we say it is. Um, Whatever. You know, I mean, you can have uh, you can have musical box sets. You can have box sets of many numbers. Again, whatever we, we say it is. We decide. We are the law. But also, the thing about it is I get a lot of people saying, you know, you, you, you tend to focus on a, a certain uh, set number of TV shows. Yeah. Like Mad Men, Breaking Bad. Yeah. If, you, if we're not talking about your TV show, it's because you're not telling us. Tell us what you want to talk about. Email okay? studio at theboxsetpod.com. I know we're being very, very aggressive. This very aggressive yeah, Very aggressive. It's because we're on and if, roids. And if you... Roids? No, we're yes. not on roids. <laughs> and if, if you... Hemorrhoids, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you would like to um, check out the website, it yes, is theboxsetpod.com. All right? theboxsetpod.com Any more correspondence? Yes. Um, you know, last week I said the perfect ending to a TV series in order for people oh, to deal yeah. with their psychological sense of loss. A big audience. Audiences hate the end of TV series because they are on some subconscious level facing the death yes. of people that they've known. So you said people should just do it. 
You should no, I didn't. You said people should just we have sex. I said you should watch oh. them become real people, have like an outtake. Oh yeah! So watch the actors, yeah. and I laughed in your face. Become real. You laughed yeah, in yeah, my yeah, face. Yeah. Well, check this out, you little. <laughs> ben um, emailed and said, "Howell, you are a genius." I, I, oh my god! Larry David is as much of a genius as you. Because he kind of did what you said. In the last series of Curb Your Enthusiasm, he brought back Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. But he I've brought back series, them in yeah. another form. He brought them back as the real people. Yeah. And that gave people some closure on Seinfeld that they'd always wanted. But he was showing them as wow. their real people instead of their characters, wasn't he? Um, Albeit a character version of their real people. See, the thing is, like, it's the idea that you need to give some kind of therapy to the viewer of your show by showing them, look, these characters aren't real. They're actually just actors. You can move on. I don't need somebody to therapise my experience I do. a TV show ends. I do. I can get on with my life. Well, I need it. <laughs> You're not watching the... Re- You've not watched Chuck yet, have you? Uh, I, That's no. the latest update. Have you watched any more Chuck? You said you would last week. I watched, well, I watched, I watched one episode. What, and, one more, uh, or you watch the first we're one? We're going to watch another one, though. That's what you said last week. It's been a week. I know, and I'm definitely going to go back there. I'm currently trying to finish off Veep, though, which is brilliant. You should watch Veep if you've not watched it. That's excellent. Also, yeah, really is good. last week that people like to give advice rather than seek it, don't they? Yeah. And uh, this, I spoke to someone who's going to be on the box set pod soon, and she said, this is a human thing. It's been pointed out to me, and we will discuss when this person comes on. But... Um, it's um, it's it's that people generally don't ask for advice of people, but people love to give advice. That's a very good point. In, in everything in life. Yeah, yeah. And what the box set pod is doing is waiting for your advice whilst also giving it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. No, we're looking for advice as well. Where do we go next with uh, what we view and what we talk about? But this is my theory of the week. It came, I came up with a whole different theory. Um, it got me thinking about the whole Breaking Bad effect. So... People get put off by too many friends saying, "Watch Breaking Bad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah In fact, yeah. there's a guy, there's a guy called Stuart, who's sort of producer. Stuart, yeah. How much does it annoy you when everyone asks you to watch Breaking Bad? So much. So much. Yeah, there you, you see? go. You see. You there see? you go. It's the Breaking Bad effect, right? Here's here's my theory on this. I think that we're put off by that when loads of people recommend it, because we want to own the thing. Hmm. We don't think when everyone else recommends it, we do, we think that it belongs to them. Well, we yeah, and also we like you like we're discoverers. We like to discover things in our in our own way. And like we found this precious jewel of a TV show, and oh look at it, it's so wonderful, and it's all mine. Yes, it doesn't belong to me. But if it everyone's belongs going, to them. check out my gorgeous jewel that I've just found. You're going to go. Oh, I don't, I don't uh, really I want to get my own jewel. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's that's the no other. one wants yeah. that. So, but I promise you, when you start something good. It will immediately feel like yours, and it will belong to you, and you'll be the person who then recommends it. When you watch something good, who wants to be who wants to be part of a club that's been around for years and everyone says is great? Who wants to join that club? Exactly, I, don't. I do. No. Not want to join it. Yes, yeah, very good point. Jack has sent an email. Hi, Jack. Um, he emailed from studio uh, from the website actually from theboxsetpod.com. Hey guys, love the podcast, so thought I'd email and get your view and opinion on things. This is a guy actually asking oh, brilliant. for an this opinion. Is, here we go, Jack, okay. I've just finished watching Hustle on Amazon Prime, and now I don't know what to watch next. Normally I go for more comedies or sci-fi than anything. Chuck is pure genius, as you were saying last week. I'd more than happily watch it again, however, yeah. it's only on Netflix, which I don't have... 
What are you doing? Six quid a month, Jack. Come on. Also, a great fan of the 4400 and Future Armour. It still counts. I'm watching the likes of Arrow, The Flash, Gotham, Constantine at the moment, Vikings, Black Sails, The Walking Dead. However, these are only one a week, so I need something to watch in the meantime. What would you suggest? With many of the shows mentioned above, they have season breaks. I was wondering what you think of season breaks in America. Mm. The Walking Dead has split seasons, works very nicely as it splits the seasons in half. Yeah, gives it tension. That's true. That it's always in it's always sunny in Philadelphia is, in my opinion, one of the best TV shows ever made. I've watched the first two series. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, it's just madness with the characters starting season one off fairly normal and rounded, and then they get more and more nuts. I highly recommend it. Thanks, Jack. I saw bits of of that. It's the one with Danny DeVito, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, and I never got into it. And I I didn't, I didn't start from the start and give it four episodes. That's the rule. But Jack, number of questions in there. Um, deal with it very quickly. You, I emailed Jack back and I said, Jack, I need to know, how old are you? Yeah, that's an important, Tw- important 22. issue. 22. 22. She's quite young. Well, the shows he likes, he likes a lot of... Um, sci-fi. Sci-fi and uh, fantasy stuff, like he likes Gotham, he likes Arrow, mm-hmm. he likes Black Sails. So he's clearly got a certain type of show he particularly enjoys. If you've not watched Game of Thrones, Jack, that's where you should be going. Well, obviously. I mean, that's an obvious... For you, Jack, that you'd be straight over to Game of Thrones. You know, you're 22. I've got a better one. I can trump that. Really good. If you've got a recommendation for Jack, let us know. Yeah. Studio at theboxsetpod.com. Let's help him. Yeah. My recommendation, because he's 22, yeah. he will not know about quantum leap quantum leap my god what 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 are you laughing at it, you know the issue is right he's what 22 the hell listen are you laughing i at? love quantum leap right but he's 22 right so so it's is it a so show? what so we can't watch et yeah but so we can't watch it Jules. might look too dated for a 22 no, i don't watch old. the godfather it's a bag of crap no, you can't do that with the Godfather. Quantum Leap's more... No, 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 no it's old. Uh, He's uh, 22. Uh, you know what, yeah, Quantum Leap is when great. When you see Scott Bakula emoting Bakula. in amongst the amazing special effects of Ziggy, etc., you are going to be blown away. And, and actually, we've all got our own personal Ziggies these days, haven't we? We all walk around with an iPhone or whatever. Yes, we that, do. Is a, that is essentially yeah. a Ziggy. Jack, so, get on um, Quantum get on Leap eBay. Or, or Game you'll, of Thrones. You'll get the box set for about... About two quid, probably. Yeah. In fact, I'll check that while Jamie gives you this week's news. Okay, so if you go to theboxset.com slash news, it's all there for you to view. I'm going to go through a few things. Theboxset.com slash news. Theboxsetpod.com. Now, if you go there, what you might not realise is I do put us uh, many of the best new trailers up. So you can see the trailer, a uh, number of trailers up there. The Strain Season 2, they put their teaser trailer. If you've not seen The Strain, actually, you might like that, Jack. It's another sort of... They've got the ugliest... And most gruesome vampires in the history of television land are on the strain. It's actually produced mm. by Guillermo del Toro, uh, who did Lab- Pan's Labyrinth. A, so he, he knows. A, yeah. What, Howell? You got Nothing, an issue? Just, just a bit... What, a bit poncy for you? A bit poncy for me. It's not poncy, it's gruesome and it's brilliant. It's set in New York. Vampires taking over New York, The Strain. If you want to check out the trailer for season two, it's on there as well. Uh, other, other series I want to mention, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is coming to Netflix. If you've not heard for this, Tina Fey created a show. She created it with NBC, who she did the the 30 Rock with. And NBC watched the first episode yeah. and went, it's not for us. Really? <laughs> then they turned it down. They said, we can't have yeah. this. 
in steps Netflix and has taken the show off their hands. Oh, for NBC, it was too risky because it was about a woman who lives in a cult for 15 years and then she gets released into society. And, and it's, it's funny, it's a comedy, but for NBC, it was too on edge. So they'd rejected it. Netflix have picked it up. It looks funny. The trailer's on our website. Check out the news page have a look. to see that. Go on, Another then. thing, Apocalypse. Or well, click the link if you're listening in Acast. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Well, Apocalypse plus Slough plus Rob Lowe. Stop it in the table. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting excited. Equals awesome. Rob Lowe is going to Slough to star in an Apocalypse <laughs> TV comedy. He's going to play a, uh, a vicar or a priest. Yeah, yeah. And it's set in Slough and it's during a meteor's about to hit the hit planet Earth. Slough is where the office was based, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah, office. yeah. And they're going back there and Rob Lowe's gonna be doing a small town comedy and uh, it looks like it might be quite funny though. Wow. Very fascinating. Oh, click on that link. Click on that. Check it out. If you don't know already, Wolf Hall has started on BBC and it's been getting record ratings for BBC Two. Have you seen Wolf Hall? Um, No, everyone's banging on it. I need to. It's based on the books by uh, Hilary Mantel who got Booker Prizes for. So these are like award-winning books. It's about Thomas Cromwell. It's a fictional account of his life. I started watching it uh, with my fiancé. And it's been criticised because there's too many candles in it and it's too dark. Mm. So there's not enough, uh, you know, um, artificial lighting in it for people. But it is very intense, very good. Two episodes I've seen. I recommend it. Wolf Hall It's getting big ratings. It's biggest ratings for for BBC Two in 10 years. Wow. So check that out. Here's an interesting story. This was brought to my attention by a man called Ben on the emails. The Wire has been transformed and remastered into HD and widescreen. Mm Mm-hmm. This, uh, David Simon, uh, there's a link on the, the box set, pod.com uh, uh, slash news page to David Simon's blog. He talks about the transformation. They took HBO's The Wyatt to uh, widescreen and what that involved. And he's a bit undecided about whether that's a good mood. The thing, is he? The thing with The Wire, yeah. very specifically, is it's yeah. quite a gritty... Oh, I hate that word. It's quite, gritty. A do- it's quite a documentary feel thing. A gritty is such a middle class word for people who want to imagine that they're slumming it in the slum. We're not slumming without it without leaving it their living a, room. It was a gritty show, Howell. Gritty drama. T- the take, drama's either good or it's not. But to take the wire, yes, which isn't necessarily cinematic. Yeah. Not like Game of Thrones, yeah. is it? Yeah. And make it widescreen yeah. and put it in HD. I don't know if that makes the experience of watching The Wire any better. In fact, I think it might take away from that realism that you feel from The Wire. You feel like you're because watching... Because it's clearer and wider. Because it's clearer and Because it's and bigger. Wider. Because it looks more... You similar. better watch it on your phone because that'll give you more of a gritty you know realism. Right. Anyway, you can check it out. David Simon himself thinks it takes away from some scenes, the widescreen, right. and thinks it adds to other scenes. So it's a bit of a mixed bag. Fine. But decide for yourself... Do you, if you love The Wire, do you want to see it remastered? I just, I, I just don't care. You just, Howell just doesn't care. No, no, okay. that's where I sit. Howell sits there. If you don't know already as well, X-Men, they're making a TV version of X-Men for the small screen. Right, yeah, they've already done Avengers Avengers something. The, well, the Marvel team are just, you know, yeah. they're just reaping and, uh, raping and pillaging, raping uh, and pillaging TV and movies. Yes, they are. I mean, I don't want In a get, very good way. In a nice way. I don't, I don't know if throughout history raping and pillaging was a particularly positive it thing. It wasn't a great thing. The Vikings were awful. Uh, and there's a show called The Vikings. Uh, I believe it's quite good. Also, I want to mention, lastly, okay, Elton John joining forces with Alan Ball, the creator of Six Feet Under, no. True Blood. Wow. Uh, and um, what else was there? Um, 
Musical? No, no, no. American Beauty. Is it going to be a musical? He's going to no, Sam Mendes. No, they're going to make a TV show about musician yeah. prodigies yeah. in the 18th century. Wow. So that could sounds be good. A, sounds dreadful. Could be um, heinous, but Alan Ball has an amazing record with TV and film. He's a very talented man, and whenever he writes stuff... I think he, when he left True Blood, it went downhill. And he, it was sad when he left, but he's a brilliant writer. So Elton John working with him. That's your TV news. Please go to the website. Yeah, more Check there. out all of that. The and don't forget as well, do you want to mention as well, it's starting uh, as we record this this very day. It's a Thursday, yeah. uh, the 29th. What? Uh, I want to mention the show that's starting tonight on Sky Atlantic. Atlantic. It's called... It's called Frontier. No, it's not called Frontier. Frontierland. No, it's not called Frontierland. That's something at Disney World, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's called Fortitude. It's got Michael Gambon. It's got Stop Christopher Eccleston. hitting the desk. It, I like making points that way. It's got Stanley Tucci. Fortitude. It, Fortitude, that's what I yeah. just said, Howell. And it's a, a, a drama set in the Arctic or something. It looks like someone gets murdered. Good. And... Uh, it looks excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing how good that is, Sky Atlantic. So I'm going to Miami. I'm searching for Dexter's house. I, I set this quest up stupidly. I, when we started the box set pod, I said, I'm going to find Dexter's apartment. Yeah, yeah. When are you going to do because this? Because you... I watched Dexter and I'm still getting over that. Well, it seemed like a simple task, I thought. Check out the comments online at this website I found of other people trying to find it. Mean old lady will yell at you and threaten to call the police. It's hard to see Dexter's apartment from the road. You have to catch a glimpse as you drive up from the east. Really? Go with a realtor to look at the apartment that is for sale there. That's a good idea. There's always a few, but it's actually a nice place to live. Dexter's condo is in a private club. You can't enter it unless you're a member. You can take secret pictures. From a mattress like what? me, well, a mattress. Well, you just what? No, someone would notice if you were dressed as a mattress, just walking up. It's not you? the best disguise. I mean, went last year. Man threatened to call the cops when I told him I was looking for the apartments. <laughs> my Dexter sticker on my car gave me away. You think the old lady is bad? Her, my old man husband is worse, and has the cops on speed dial. Really? So it seems like they're very much not proud of the fact that Dexter was filmed at their well, apartments. I mean, they must be used to people turning up. I mean, what's the point in kicking off? I know, I know. Get but, over it, old lady. But it was. It was the old Bay Harbour Club that was turned into apartments. And, they, and it is apartments now, but it's private. So, so are you actually going to take on this old lady, then? I'm not. I'm going to try not to do that. But I'd love it if you got arrested, Howell, in we'll, Miami. Well, we'll find out. We'll make we? my day. Now, time to call Luke, who was once in Big Brother. Um, Torchwood star next with some genuinely honest, frank, brilliant questions answered. But right now, Luke needs his attention. Luke yeah. was once on Big Brother in Great Britain. Um, since then, he's written about TV, he's talked about TV, and genuinely been a thorn in our ass. Luke, how are you? Wow. Yeah, great, lovely. Great to hear you guys, thanks. Luke, on the podcast today, we're going to be talking about um, Torchwood with Kai Owen, who's in Torchwood, and he t- says some quite controversial things about Doctor Who. I would like to know first, are you a Doctor Who watcher? No, I'm not a Doctor Who watcher. I get it. I get why people are obsessed with it, so I'm not going to slate Doctor Who. I'm certainly not going to slay the East Coast of America. Hello to all my homies who are listening over there. Oh, um, but no, um, I'm not a <laughs> Doctor Who fan. I do like John Barrowman, though. I assume he's on the podcast. I love John Barrowman as well, and um, Jamie hates him. I don't hate John Barrowman. Because he's at home, because he's homophobic. No, that is not true. I find him slightly annoying. And does he put on an American accent? 
No. I like John Barrowman as an actor. I don't like him as a person. <laughs> right. Why? <laughs> Why during the Scottish independence? Let me answer this question before you... Why didn't you put on a Scottish accent? Uh, John Barrowman was born in Scotland. He was brought up uh, Scottish and then moved to America when he was very young. And he has what is quite a rare thing, but it is an actual thing that you can look up and I can't remember the name of it. It's like bilingual, but for accents. And what it means is if he's around Scottish people and they talk to him... Scottish. His sister's got it as well. When if you talk to them with a Scottish accent, they will talk back in their childhood accent of Scottish, absolutely oh, purely. Wow. And Nonsense. if you talk to him, if you're anyone else, <laughs> they'll talk to you in their American accent. Sounds like BS to me. What about you, Luke? <laughs> it just sounds like a whole lot of absolute, and you can beep out the next bit I'm going to say. Okay, Luke. Luke, uh, go on, Luke. Just swear. So yeah, say the swear. No, I've never listen, ever heard you swear. We're not going to beat something out if you swear. don't say it. I said the S word once when I was eight when I pricked my finger, and that's the last time I've ever said swore. Really? Well, you just said pricked. So yeah, yeah but that doesn't count. <laughs> what have you got against swearing? I just think it's unnecessary. There's far too much bad language in the world, and I, if, if, if even one person cannot swear, then that person's doing their are you, bit. Are you telling me someone like you, Luke, who talks a hell of a lot of rubbish, won't say certain words because they're considered too wrong and too rude? That's correct. Like, for example, if I'm having an argument with somebody and they begin to swear. F word, even the C word, I mean, an horrendous, horrific so word. So when you hear regularly on the streets... You, Luke, why don't you back to the big brother house? Well, What's I your response? For me, that person is instantly dead in my eyes. So if I said, oh, there's no need for that, like, genuinely, oh, I mean, it's just a horribly emotive word. What's wrong with horribly emotive words, you? Oh. See what I mean? Like, like, why am I even answering this phone call? Because this is a barrage of abuse. But you, you're one of the most provocative people I know. Yeah. Why would you? Why um, would you the whole notion of offence is ridiculous, isn't it? Well, well listen, well, my good friend Mark Labette, who you may know, is Sounds the like US a listening to it. Oh, he, he's he's uh, the beast on the chase on the game show network in the US, and he's oh, the yeah. beast on the chase on ITV right, over yes. here, and he's. Probably the most intelligent person that I'll ever meet. Literally could wipe the floor with anybody I know, physically as well as a big guy. And I, he's not, I don't even say that, right? So he said to, he said to me, um, I asked him, did he, did he swear? And he said, no, he doesn't, because he doesn't need to, because he's too intelligent. That's what he told me. Uh, the words of... Oh. No, oh, I'm going to hang up. I'm not, I didn't sign Luke, there's some of the oldest, most brilliant words in our language. They should be celebrated. No, they're not. They're just... Five wouldn't swear. You know what? Stephen there's, there's, Fry would swear. Do what Stephen Fry would do. And Stephen Fry... I'm not doing everything Stephen Fry would do. ...would say... Well, you know what? There's a great TV show called Deadwood, and in Deadwood, the writer of it... Because uh, back... It's set in the Western times, and in Western times, they said, oh, God damn it, dagnam it. These were considered, like, rude words to say because you were blaspheming or whatnot. But to make it seem ruder and more explicit to a modern audience. He used the lang he used swear words instead of like uh, blasphemous language. And it's brilliant and some of the swearings some of the best swearing in television. That and the thick of it has some yeah. of the best swearing in television. You must enjoy the thick of it. I do enjoy the thick of it. Although, you know, I, I do feel as though uh, he's better as Mark Tucker than Doctor Who.
You're a hypocrite, though, aren't you? Because you'll watch programmes like that, but you won't use the swear words yourself. I'm not saying I don't enjoy a good swear word in a sentence. <laughs> I'm just saying that I won't do it. Well, uh, some integrity. It's a fascinating flaw in your character, though. Real flaw in the character. Let's listen Thanks. to John Barrowman's Scottish accent from YouTube. I didn't realise you were actually Scottish, John Barrowman. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, I was actually born and raised in Glasgow, and when I'm with my mum and dad and my brothers and sister, I speak with a Scottish accent, so, you know, I'm, I'm a bit bi bilingual. <laughs> you're originally from Glasgow, yeah. but your accent is all American. How come? Well, see, when I went to the States, kids used to make fun of my Scottish accent. Oh. But, but, when I'm at home with my mum and dad and my brothers and sisters, I actually speak with a Scottish accent. There you go. I just don't buy that. Well, it's a bloody good accent. It's a very impressive Scottish accent. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but he's, he's hiding it because of, he's afraid of people not Why liking it. Why don't you it? buy it? Why are you calling him a lying or what? Oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that you can't. You know, he's just hiding his actual real accent because yeah. he's afraid that the people won't like his Scottish sounds. Personality disorder. Yeah. Anyway, Lou, what do you want to talk about? You've heard that before. Very, very, very quickly. Um, I want to talk about something. I know, I know, I'm going to get a scolding from you two when I say this sentence. So I'm boiling myself. I'm boiling the water as we speak. I've only just started watching Broadchurch. I haven't watched it, Luke. Oh, great. So well, we can be a pair of... How we, dare we, you We two. are a pair of ignorant <laughs> together. Right. Oh, oh, God. God. Please stop. Oh, you're going to edit this, you know. I've just realised that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be up all night. And mainly because of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I was calling a day on the swearing, eh? All right. All right. Broad, all right, the broad <laughs> Bro, you, yeah, You've what? watched Broad... Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you think of Broadchurch, Link? Oh, um, I the next sentence Lou says, I'm going to beep as if he's been swearing in it. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it, Luke. Right, so basically, what do I think of Broadchurch? I've watched three episodes of season one of Broadchurch. I'm beginning to get the I'm beginning to get the idea that I can see why people love this show. One thing that has annoyed me already, um, it's one of these shows where I found out that it doesn't end with season one because I've done a season two. It's not a new story. That uh, annoyed me. Yeah, no. It well, season two, one does give you a finality to it. it says he done it, and then season two starts with him being well, innocent. Let, let me just let me just say this. I guess the killer from Broadchurch. Yeah. Very early on. Very early on. Oh, and I'd also like to say this. I tweeted the other the other week, actually. Very funny tweet. Oh, I said. Jamie done a tweet. I said. Uh, I said. Um, I said. You know, the cinematographer. For broad for hashtag Broadchurch should get a, a a pay rise. He's nailing it. Got retweeted that comment. How many retweets? One retweet. Why? Wow, why? Made it. What's the nailing it? Because the cinematography is amazing on Broadchurch. What's the pun? Well, it's not. It's not a pun. It's more well. Oh, Someone get this. killed with nails. No, I'm not giving away any plot details to Broadchurch. So wasn't I'm just saying it looks stunning, and the cinematographer deserves a pay rise. He's nailing it. Can I just say I want to congratulate myself for avoiding every spoiler over the past two years? Mm. You've done well to avoid, yeah. It's not easy because uh, social media, you love your social media and it tends to get spoiled very quickly if you've spent you know, a, a certain degree of time on there. A lot of time, all the time. Yeah, exactly. Look, some weeks we talk a lot about TV. This week we haven't with Luke, but I think it's been a very fruitful, lovely, fruity, conversation. Oh, oh, oh. So, 
let's uh, <laughs> let's move on, shall we? Now, I, I know I've had a couple of friends on the box set pod before of actors that I worked with. I'm not just getting every single person I know on. I'm actually getting people uh, who I think are entertaining because this next guy, whilst I have only ever watched a few episodes of Torchwood, um, if you're big a show, a big show, but he's also. A really, uh, just a really fun guy. I'm sure you will uh, see for yourself now. We are now going to get on the box set pod. Kai Owen. He's recently done an episode of Da Vinci's Demons. What's that? It's about Leonardo Da Vinci. Da Vinci Code? No, no. It's about Da Vinci and his sort of harebrained ideas. Mm, I see. Hello? Hello? Is that Hello? Ka- it's not Kai. No, no, you got wrong number. Oh, wrong number, sorry. No worries. See you, bye. Okay, wow. Oops. Bad start. <laughs> uh, if anyone knows who that guy is, please uh, please tell him sorry from us. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be awesome if you accidentally rang someone who listened to the podcast? It would be very, very weird. If you ever want us to ring you, email us your phone number. We'd, we'd, if you want to chat TV. Yeah, we'd, we really would like you to be on just chatting. Hello. There he is. How's it going? All right. How are you? Oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. That's good. That's good. Hi, it's Jamie, yeah. by the way, Kai. Oh, hiya, Jamie. Hiya. Why are you feeling are amazing? You I'm, I'm, I'm basically having the time of my life, basically. I'm, I'm just here, there, everywhere. Um, I'm, I'm not acting anymore. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a daughter, I'm a door-to-door salesman now. And... Um, <laughs> And, and, it, and I'm having a lovely time, basically. I mean, oh, right. I'm, so when you say amazing, you mean, like, breakdown amazing? Yeah, but basically I'm having a massive <laughs> breakdown. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... Uh... Yeah, no, I'm a daughter's-off salesman for one of those um, those catalogues, you know, that go to the door kind of thing. And, you know, I just basically uh, go around and collect collect people's orders for, for you know, for, for sort of things like uh, big, you know, extra-large... Toilet brushes and things like that, you know, and yeah. you know all those kind of things. What's yeah, the, what's, I love it. What's your biggest seller? The biggest seller mm. um, is the portable B day. Portable B day. Let's <laughs> let's do a role play. Yeah, we're we're answering the door. I want you to sell yeah. me a portable B day. Why do I want one of these? <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a demonstration? Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, hi, good morning. Uh, I'm sorry to bother you. I was just um, I'm just in the neighbourhood. I'm just uh, checking people's. Um, uh, Basically, anal hygiene. Um, <laughs> how's yours? Tell me more. <laughs> you want to come in? Have a biscuit? <laughs> Wash your hands? <laughs> oh, anal Kai. Hygiene. Anal hygiene. All right. Nice to have you with us, Kai. Yeah, um, love you too, love you boys. Welcome to the box set pod. By the way, by the way, by the way, you know it's going to go downhill after this interview. You know that, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the turning point. Kai, uh, for people who uh, haven't watched Torchwood, Torchwood is a series. <laughs> Everyone knows what bloody Torchwood is. But here's a clip of Kai with John Barrowman. See if you can remember when this was, Kai. Sentence in Shakespeare because you can't remember what to say. Funny joke. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask each of you if you prefer stage work to television. I prefer doing television, uh, I've got to be honest. Um, That's Kai there saying he prefers television to theatre. What are you doing again at the moment, Kai? 
<laughs> that clip, by the way, was from 2012, Dragon Con, Atlanta. Atlanta. You and yeah, John Barrowman, you were buzzing up there, both of you. How much... <laughs> uh, first question that I've written down for you, Kai. How much did they pay you to go to Atlanta? Um, 15,000 rubles. Jesus. Wow. Question two. What was it like to be so famous? Uh, humbling, humbling. Question three. Is John Barrowman gay? No. Question four. Ooh. What's the hotel like uh, when you appear at a con, a con con? What, do they put you up in a nice hotel? Yes, they do. That's nice, isn't it? But it stinks of piss. <laughs> <laughs> and number five. Was it hard for John Barrowman during the filming of uh, a, a Torchwood to overact to the same level as you so that it remained equal? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 not, not, not at all. It's, it's, it's John Barrowman. Is it's always hard to John Barrowman. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. those are all my questions. So thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so how long is it since Torchwood was on? Um, three years now, boys. Three years. Three years, and it's gone, dead, buried, gone is, forever. Yeah, is it no comeback um, on TV? No, it's not. It's not dead. It's not buried. Um, it's in uh, it's in a little a limbo, according to Russell T. Davis. Oh. Um, it's not been cancelled. It's not been picked up. Uh, it's one of those shows that can sort of uh, make a return, you know, well, somewhere down the line. Because um, it was a so it was a big success as well, wasn't it? The ratings were really good for Torchwood. Yeah, didn't it was a very it was a massively popular series. And you know, oh, I do go to these conventions all over the place, and the, the fan base is enormous. Whatever, wherever they are, it's it's. People still want it. People still want Torchwood back, really. So I wouldn't be surprised if it came back. But then again, who knows? Who knows? Well, we spoke to the fan. Um, have you ever seen Chuck? Chuck, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's brilliant. It's on uh, Netflix. But we, we spoke to Mel, who runs a fan site for Chuck. Now, the fan site, she actually, uh, the power of that fan site helped bring Chuck back when they ran out of money. No way, no way. They, they salvaged it, like, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you're right, the power of the fan now is, yeah. is huge. The same thing happened with Family Guy originally, didn't it? Family Guy was cancelled yeah. and then the massive sales of the yeah. box set. To the it, series. It, happened with, it happened with Ripper Street as well. Ripper mm. Street was cancelled and the, the fans brought that back as well. It's now, now, Ripper Street now, uh, is now one of those online series like on, 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 on Amazon Video or something like that. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I didn't know that. That's oh, fascinating. Yeah. Can I really think, I think if Torture did, 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 um, did come back, there is probably a strong possibility it would come back in those sort of format, you know, online series kind of thing, or yeah. probably maybe not into the BBC, one, one of the various digital channels, and then, you know, um, something like that if it did. Yeah. But, but I think Torture is still, the, the audio books are still around, and... Uh, you know, the, the radio dramas are still knocking about every now and then, so it's still got a life somewhere. The um, reaction but, you know, to you, you know, at, at that, um, uh, the Dragon Con, you know. This... I'm playing Jack at Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> is that you? That's you. Oh, this is when you... You show, you show him a picture of you as an ugly sister, but the, the crowd, are, they just bloody love you. It's massive, <laughs> isn't it? It's bonkers, isn't it? It's bonkers, yeah, but they're this... The thing is, the sci-fi fans are so amazing, they're so loyal, and they love the series, and they know, obviously, they know a lot more about it than I do. 
Yeah. yeah, there's something about, like you said, sci-fi fans. There's something very specifically fanatical, but also like the commitment and the the, the love they have for that world and the characters within it is, is incredible. The commitment is yeah. the one. The commitment. Commitment. They, 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 we do, you know, at conventions we do, we do Q and As and things about, uh, you know, about series and stuff that we've done. Basically, you know, the first thing you shot in, like, 2005, 2006, so they're asking us questions, I'm like, you know, when, when you do an episode two of this and all that, and obviously, I, I, I've watched it once, maybe when it was aired, and then, as you know, with TV, like, the script goes in one day, and then it's out the next, because you don't do it. Um, <laughs> so, hmm. their knowledge of it is amazing, amazing. Because they've studied it so much more than most actors. Probably not you. I imagine you watch yourself uh, back quite a lot. Oh, yes, yes, very much so. <laughs> I thought, so, was it the last series that started with you in the garden? You'd moved out into a country house and it was uh, next to the sea and then yeah. something happened in the garden yeah. there. Was that the beginning of the last series? Yes, it was. Yeah, was. That was looked yeah. very exciting to me. I was like, I need to return to this, but I didn't because, in a way, that was even before the box set world took off massively because you didn't have the Netflix and and the easy very access. True. Very true, very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was either Sky Plus or nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, mm. that was a great episode. That that was all shot down in um, a Gower in South Wales in in, uh, in Ross City. Mm. And, um, oh, that was an amazing day with helicopters and things. Oh, yeah, amazing, amazing. Oh. The, 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 the last series had uh, had American back, had, had American producers, so the budget was uh, through the roof. Really? So what, why was that the last series? Or was there a reason, or was it just that, uh, was it John Barrowman had decided he was bored, or...? Uh, it, it was the last series, really. I think the stars network that we were doing it for wanted more, but... Um, Russell T. Davis's partner, who was living with him over in America, got poorly, and uh, mm-hmm. Russell basically cancelled all his writing projects to focus on uh, looking after his partner. Oh, that's, that's really sad. And has, yeah, has he yeah. been writing since? I mean, I don't, I can't yeah, think of anything. Yeah, he's, he basically Russell upsticks, left, you know, went over to America to do, to do tortures and various, various other things, and um, and then um, when his partner got poorly, he decided right, that's it, we need to go back to Manchester. So he moved back to Manchester, and for the past couple of years, he's kind of been looking after his partner and focusing on him. Obviously, more important things in life, mm. and you know, and, and I think his partner's sort of stabilised his condition, stabilised a little bit now. So Russell is is kind of uh, is writing again, and he's got a new series on called Cucumber um, for Channel Four, and uh, I think it's going to be. Pretty again, as with Russell, I think it's going to be pretty groundbreaking TV as usual. Oh, I've well, heard that this might be the new Queer as Folk, actually. Well, that was what? Very yeah. much. For yeah, anyone who doesn't know much. who Russell T. Davis is, yeah, that's where he kind of started. That's where he broke the big ground originally, wasn't it? Queer as Folk. Indeed, yeah. Indeed, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, um, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be amazing, as, as, as is everything with Russell. You know, when you get a Russell T. Davis script, it's like gold. Well, his think, style is very like, he's got his own, I think his style is like. Per, you know, he, what he did with Doctor Who and he, he changed Doctor Who and he brought it back in such a, an amazing way. And then, uh, of course, he's done with well with Torchwood and stuff like that. He's, he's got a real clear voice, a lot like someone like an Aaron Sorkin or a Josh Whedon. Lovely, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I couldn't agree more, really. He, he really is. You know, he, he, oh, he smashes it, really. I think Doctor Who is, 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 is poorer without him, really. Yeah, what do you think of the new ones with, um, with Peter Capaldi? I think Peter Capaldi's amazing. I think he's a great actor. And I love Matt Smith as well, but I, I'm not a fan of Stephen Moffat. 
So no. you know what? I kind of see what you mean, and it's taken me a while because I did. I thought he was brilliant at first, but um, and I think uh, yeah. Peter Capaldi is brilliant as Doctor Who, but I think you're right. Some of the writing is starting to annoy me, and I find that with Sherlock and now. Know, and also, they threw me on 8 o'clock as we on a Saturday night. Doctor Who was a, was a tea time show for us all. And that's, you know, that's, why, that's why it created all the fan base, because it was, it, was, it, was, it was available to everybody, you know, tea time, kids and adults alike. And now it's, now it's on late, it's darker, it hasn't got that... You know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, just not, I'm just not a Stephen Buffett well, fan. It's boring! It's boring! We can, <laughs> when we made this box set podcast, we had, and what we're trying to do with it is really balance the uh, keeping it open for people who don't know the things that we're talking about, whilst going into enough detail for people who do, uh, and all of that. Right? I turned up at Doctor Who and uh, a couple of Christmases ago, and I just couldn't believe how self-indulgent, long, and confusing it felt to someone who had just come to it for the first time. Oh, what's the I think I think I think self-indulgent is the thing. Buffett is blatantly a Doctor Who fan, and if he just writes, you know, if, he, if instead of writing for himself, if he started writing for the fans, he, he'd write better. Um, I just, yeah, I'm 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 not a fan. I'm, I'm told you, I've. Uh, Did you I say really if a... he started writing for the fans, or if he stopped writing as a as a fan? You... I think if he start, if it, I think if, if he stopped writing for himself and started writing for the fans. That would right. be a good starting point, yeah. Yeah. But, um, mm. but um, I, I also think, I mean, I was really excited with Peter Capaldi. I thought that was a genius. I mean, he potentially could be one of the best doctors yeah, um, very... around. Um, and I think he probably would have been if he was, if he was, if he was, uh, if he was working in the Russell T. Davis. Wow. And also, let's move on to Sherlock for a moment, right? Um, right. I feel the same way. I have loved Sherlock Holmes. I've read the short stories my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, when yeah. they started, I was like, this is great. And I, I really did like it. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was brilliant. I've always thought, though, when you read the Sherlock Holmes stories, Sherlock isn't, cl- he's, he's really smart, but he doesn't demonstrate his smartness in the same theatrical way that people not people often play it. And I don't like that aspect of it, even though Benedict Cumberbatch is great. I was reading a bit of it the other day, and actually he's quite complimentary to Watson when he comes up with something or whatever. He yeah, kind of yeah, doesn't yeah, hit yeah. him over the head with it. Yeah. And I think there's a, there was a real opportunity there. And again, it feels to me, those, those last three... It just, uh, you know, the beauty of Sherlock is a short story that's a whodunit. Give us that. Mm-hmm. Give us that. Don't, yeah. I don't want to watch an hour and a half of wondering whether Sherlock is gay or not. It's like, <laughs> you know, if, if you want to have that as an undercurrent, if you want to have that as a little theme, fair enough, yeah. like in the first yeah. series. But then, again, it, it's like I'm all for creative people being given as much rope oh, as possible. Yeah, of course. And that Sherlock series has done better than any other, so who am I to judge? But I still think that, as with Doctor Who, the writers there have have climbed inside themselves just a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hugely popular series, and quite rightly so, I think. You know, and I think that the cast are well, they're top of the game. I mean, absolutely top of their game. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I I agree. I agree with you again. I I, I have to agree with you. I mean, it's um, it, 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 it's. It's. It, it, I think they can simplify it and um, just. Yeah, I, I just agree with you what you said. Basically, I totally agree with what you said. Yeah, what, yeah. What uh, as far as TV goes, then what are your what are your favourite shows at the moment? What TV do you like oh. watching? Do you know what? I've just. I missed it when it was on originally. Uh, I think it was last year, and I've just watched all episodes back to back of Happy Valley, and I thought it was absolutely. Phenomenal television. It was like a, you know, it it, it was just 
perfect writing, perfect performances, perfectly cast, perfectly shot. Uh, I think the BBC nailed it with that one. Happy mm. Valley was amazing. I, have, I, have um, I haven't seen, seen Happy Valley. I've that, no then. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Happy oh, Valley. <laughs> so it's BBC. Oh, is oh. this the is this the Yorkshire Police one? Sarah Lancashire. Yeah, uh, boys, watch it. Watch it, boys. It's I, too good. Uh, okay. Yeah, and obviously you like my comedy, so I'm still I'm still watching all of uh, Arrested Development and Curb Your Enthusiasm and those kind of things. You know. Hey, Kate. Get modern, on modern family, modern family. Oh, modern family's just superb. But get on, get on, Chuck. Okay, mark my words, Chuck. And remember, really? the, yes, yeah. It's like um, I now watch Modern Family and go, mm, it's not as funny as Chuck. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But 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 remember, Kai. This was made. We discussed this last week. This was made um, about seven years ago. The special effects in the first episode. Oh, rubbish. That's enough <laughs> to put you off the whole conceit of it, right? You've yeah. got to stick to the box set Bible rule of giving it four episodes, okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it, give it four episodes. But I'm yeah, telling you, okay. you're going to love it, and there's a lot to love. Oh, yeah. I'll try, but without a doubt, I'll take your recommendation. Without a doubt, mate. Without a doubt, I will. And, so, and of course, that, 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 you, you've just been in an episode of Da Vinci's Demons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys, 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 boys. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't at all. No. <laughs> um, I, I listen to this. Listen to this for a story. You've obviously got off my CV, haven't you? Oh, well, <laughs> I went on IMDb for you. Jamie's I've, been on I've, IMDb. I've just, I was casting it last year. And um, I went down to the costumes and went down to the works, got the script, met the uh, met, met the crew and everything. And one of the lead actors got gallstones, so it was all it was all sort of it was all it was all it, all my all my uh, dates were like cancelled and pushed back kind of thing to the day. And um, because I'd already committed myself to Panto, I couldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> because you're playing King Rat, you couldn't be in the next box set. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it does actually say uh, on the IMDb you cancelled due to gallstones. So uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The poor leader might have got gallstones, so I couldn't do it. Oh, that's a shame. Which is, which is a shame. Yeah, yeah. Which because I quite fancy doing it because I, I, I was uh, my costume was lovely. Yeah, well, you, you de- you've definitely got the credit on IMDb. So <laughs> got a photo I, of a I, costume. I, <laughs> I, I also got paid for it as well, which is fine. So, Did you? Know, you? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So um, it wasn't my fault. It was their fault. Oh, Kai, why um, don't people like talking about money? I have no idea. So how much were you paid to do Torchwood? Um, God, I don't know. I, I think I got about 35 grand for the first series. Did you? Yeah. That's Thanks. I was kind of... Uh, I didn't yeah, expect I didn't you to do that. that. Thank yeah. you very much. How lovely. 35,000. And then you I imagine you more. doubled it every yeah. series after that. Yeah, one every year after that, yeah. But certainly not double, but I think they added about 20% every year, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. I kind of expected it to be more. I kind of expected you to be on a million pounds by the last series. No, but the, but you do get some royalties from the from, from the DVD sales and stuff, you know, so that, that, that kind of bumps it up a little bit. We could do a whole episode on box set royalties. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, my God. So you get a, do you literally get a check through the post every so often? They're, 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 uh, they're not coming as often anymore. They're slowing <laughs> down. <laughs> they're slowing down. I think the last one I had was for about, if you don't want me saying, it was about £17. Pounds. £17. 17 pounds. And how much? How many box sets have to be bought to get you your 17 quid? <laughs> 
think I think I think nine thousand boxes. So <laughs> I got, <laughs> and I got yeah, it's like seventeen pounds fifty four p. Oh God! Oh. Well, you've been refreshingly honest, you know. Yeah, thanks. It for that. really does our editing because it's a podcast and people can say what they want, but people are so careful about what they say. I love to what? imagine John Barrowman getting a thirty-four pound <laughs> fifty check. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite thing about uh, Torchwood? Was it working with Barrowman and the the, the people? Um, it, it, it was. It was it was basically a fantastic TV job, wasn't it? You know, you know, you were a you were a regular on a BBC TV series. That that that's just fantastic for for the ego, for the confidence, for the bank balance, for everything. It was just it was just a lovely feel. It was an amazing. Mm. It was a wonderful cast. The people were great. Barrowman is a gem of a guy, um, and and lovely Eden Wales across the board. Just amazing, amazing. And I, and I do miss it every day. I do. I, I think of tortured all the time. Mm. It was such a laugh, and working for Russell, it was just, oh, my God, amazing. You really love him, don't you? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, so would you boys, you'd love him. Really? Yeah. I talk about a lovely man as well, lovely man. Oh, great, get mm. us an interview with uh, him. Yeah, and then we'll... Um, We'd yeah, love to talk to him about his new show, Cucumber. Yeah. yeah. i tell you one thing, very touch with his agent, he's a, he's a good guy, and if you can tell him you're bunch today, I'm sure he's very supportive, I'm sure he would. He's, okay. he did. Oh, Talk about a witty guy. Oh, hilarious guy. Hilarious. Isn't it great? Now I've had Kai on. Uh, I'll get Russell on next week, right? And then um, then that's it for everyone I know as guests. Uh, that'll be <laughs> it then. Um, uh, Kai, thank you very much. I, 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 we should ask you, right, because we're not massive um, Torchwood geeks, What if you are a Torchwood nerd and you're listening to this, what question should we have asked you that they're going to be really pissed off that we didn't ask you? Probably something along the lines of, like, how big is John Barman's cock? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how big is it? It's like a can of f***ing lager, boys. <laughs> oh dear and that's a good image to end on <laughs> for Kai Kai thank you very much oh thanks boys I loved it you're lovely boys and uh, I wish you all the best just you're very clever boys and very creative I, I hope it goes great to you boys How thanks you? very much well you too it's such a pleasure yeah. to talk to you again no problem sugar tits Kai, <laughs> okay, uh, thanks very much. Welcome, boys. Thank you very much. Next week, or soon, at least, Dexter Quest and a star of MI5 slash Spooks. Um, Oscar nominated. David E. Yellowwall. David Ale- Yeah, yeah. David David E. Yellowwall. That's what I just said. No, you said it wrong. I said it exactly right. You said David Awellio. I didn't. I said David E. Yellowwall. David E. Yellowwall.